Welcome back to Misty and Ike, everybody. I'm your boy Ike, and this is Misty. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> wow. Hey, everybody, we missed you. Man. It's been a whole week. It's been a week longer. and a half. Been a week and a half. It's been one week. <laughs> yeah, it's been one week since you're okay. Man, I love that story of the night. Did I ever tell you about that? I don't know what story you're talking about. So, so I don't know. Uh, this is inside baseball. I'm going to tell it anyway on the show. Uh, we were at Cyber's house. So it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to drop names. Me, Murph, Dan Milligan. Oh, and big Dan. S- it, so we were up at Cyber's house in uh, Lake Shift Arrowhead. Shift. 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 <laughs> I'm drunk from work, guys. I'm just really? work drunk. Uh, and he, Cyber's is around Christmas time or New Year's. And we went to a New Year's Eve party. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was kind of like families and they all knew each other. Oh, so that's weird. It's me, Murph, and Dan outside around this fire. Like, we don't know anybody. <laughs> right. We're not saying anything to each other. And all of a sudden, I just go, hey, outspan. <laughs> and I didn't say anything else. And everybody just starts cracking up, right? Uh-huh. So then when Cybers walks up, it gets quiet again. I go, hey, outspan. And he just goes crazy with it. Just goes with it and yeah. sings the whole song. So then on the drive home, we're all just doing it. We're, hey, outspan. <laughs> and his kid, I think she was six, five or six at the time. And she's like, I don't get it. Stop it. And then he played the song. Right. And, she, and then later yeah. on, she was like, yeah, it's bad. Like a yeah. little six-year-old she, running around saying it. Yeah. Not a yeah. funny story. Just an old story from the past. That's okay. Are we ready to begin? Good morning. My name is Misty. Come on, Ike. It's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on. Because bare naked ladies mm. makes me think of like, uh, and I guess it was, yeah, it's around the same time. Um, so you know the guy from Eve Six is huge on Twitter. Oh right, yeah, like yeah. he's legitimately one of the funniest Twitterers. Twitterers, I th- Twitterers, twats, twats, twatterers. <laughs> he's the biggest um, twat I know. He's, he's he's big on the tweet. It's the singer, right? It's the singer for Eve Six. So. Yeah. Yesterday, I was checking my my tweeter, and uh, <laughs> he wrote a tweet that was like, "Does anybody remember that song that had the lyrics Two Stone Nintendo?" Did and you tweet back? Stacey Jones replied to it, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> if you know that song is American Hi-Fi, and Stacey yeah. Jones is was the singer of American yeah. Hi-Fi. He now plays in Miley Cyrus's band. Uh, yeah, he's the musical um, director. Somebody yeah. actually wrote that later on. They're like, I think that that was American Hi-Fi, and they later changed their name to Miley Cyrus's band. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, I was literally just sitting there in bed reading it like before I went to sleep, just chuckling. Oh, and then Kay Hanley replied to Stacey Jones with ha 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 Oh, that's a nice little thread there. Yeah. Yeah. Max yeah. Collins. Max Collins is the singer of E6. Yeah. They have a new band called uh, E7. Hilarious! <laughs> oh my god, that would have been such a much better name. Right? Uh, I, I Why would you not? Oh, It'd man. be like if you Six Eve, <laughs> right? Or if you, you know, 
get get the band back together for American Hi-Fi called American Lo-Fi. Yeah. Their their new band, it's him and then one of the DJs from another band. It's, it's called Fitness. Fitness. Yeah. Fitness food in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, food, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, well, yep. he's a pretty funny tweeter. If you have the yeah. tweet, you should follow him. I, I think you can find it under just Eve Six. I've decided not to participate on Twitter. <clears throat> um, I don't say a lot. I read a lot of it because yeah. it brings me endless joy. I feel like I'm spending too much time on regular social media as it is, and I I feel like it's just a documentation of things I could get canceled for later. You know what's funny? So okay, I'm gonna ask you this because okay. I don't know if you feel this way. Over the last few months, obviously, I went on that tour and I was super busy. What tour was that, Misty? <laughs> Enrique Iglesias <laughs> and Ricky Martin. I just like the way you say en- Enrique. Enrique. En- Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. I always say Iglesias. Anyway, what were you doing? Uh, well, I was busy. And so I found myself a lot, with a lot less time to sit and spend on the socials. I did, it was a lot easier for me to check Instagram than to check Facebook because yeah. Facebook requires reading, not yeah. just pictures. And a picture is worth a thousand words. And Sometimes. a tweet will only give you 270 words. Right. You don't get 270 words. What do you get? I think you get 140 characters. Oh, no, that's 280. They doubled it. Mm-hmm. Only if you are a verified user. Well, clearly. I'm not verified. I don't even tweet and I got a blue check mark. How? Because I bought one. Oh, I got to turn the heat here. off. I'm dying. Okay. Um, I, you you bought verification? I don't know how I feel about that. I just, I don't know why you would do that on Twitter. <laughs> so you bought verification because you don't tweet? This just been a bad joke. It just came and went. All <laughs> right. You gotta fucking dig it up, Scully. Anyways, <laughs> I spent, I would love, you could always call me that. I am yeah. okay with that. Um, I spent a lot less time on Facebook. My Facebook feed now, because I think I like slipped out of the algorithm or something. Mm-hmm. I literally get nothing but ads. Every like sixth post is from someone that maybe I knew like ten years ago. Facebook's dead. Facebook's dead, dead, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Does. I'm I'm glad to know I'm not the only one noticing that. If I post something I haven't posted in a while. If I post something, maybe three people see it. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of weird to me. When I link something from my Instagram to my Facebook, mm. a lot of people see it. But if I post directly to Facebook, yeah, I don't get nearly the same response. That is interesting. Very weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like I every now and then I'll like look at it and just scroll through it and be like, "There's nothing here for me." No. But Twitter, on the other hand, is, it's always there. But and yeah, there are people tweeting a, a million times a second. Facebook's for our moms <clears throat> and dads. Is that's how that's old people using Facebook now. Well, now, yeah. Isn't it weird, though, that it started in college and now the oldest of the old use it? Right. Oh, I heard an interesting stat today that was um, 19 out of every uh, 20 religious groups on Facebook, like Christian groups, Mm -hmm. are actually uh, run by Russian bots. I would believe that. And they're just implanting, like, they're like, I guess these Christians will believe anything. I'm going to tell you. Something I read this morning that also gave me the giggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it was I, I could, couldn't even remember what artist it was, <laughs> but they were doing an interview and they were talking about like rabid fan bases, like BTS and stuff like that. And they were like, "Whose fan base 
Oh, no, it wasn't a musician. It was uh, like somebody that worked for like K-Rock or iHeart or something. Mm -hmm. They said, whose fan base annoys you the most? (laughs) The answer that he gave was Jesus's. (laughs) I literally spit my coffee out. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I was like, man, that's a mic drop right there. And he's not wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. So 19 out of 20 on Facebook, Russian bots. Yeah, we don't need to go too far down. I think we uh, shamed them enough last week. Maybe we'll just go easy on the religious. Did we shame people? We went went a little religious and political last week. Oh, we did. That's right. Yeah. Welcome back to the Misty Night Political Show. (laughs) We got signed by NPR, guys, so now we have to talk different. That would be so cool. Yeah, no, we are um, barely raising our voices. This is fresh yeah. water. And I'm. Or no, it's called fresh air. Isn't it fresh uh, air? This is fresh air. This is fresh air with yes. Misty and Ike. My name is Ika Ikeopolis. Ica, Ica I was going to go with Ike Ezekiel. Ooh, I'm Ezekiel <laughs> Francois-Billier, and this is my partner, Facilis Fambusha. Facilis Fambusha. <laughs> you can't raise your voice. It's NPR. Facilis Fambusha. This is going to be one of those things where we're like doing our NPR voices and then we scream. And probably, yeah. And people are like turning their car audio up and down. Have you ever listened to anything on NPR? Um, only when forced. <laughs> How does someone force one to listen to NPR? Well, if you get in someone else's car, it's their oh, radio. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I would listen to the, the Ira Glass every now and then. He's pretty fantastic. They have an interesting sculpture outside of their building. The yep. NPR building? Yeah. Tell it's, me about it. It's halfway between my house and your house. It's in Culver City. Okay. Um, and it's just a plain brick building. It looks like an old school like radio building because mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's what it is. But it's got this metal work. Like, it's got a pole and then like a half moon and then another. It's just like all kind of, um, what's it called when you bake stuff out of metal? Uh, metal sculpting? No, um, steampunk. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very steampunky. I may have to drive by there and like, see that. It's all aluminum, though. It's not. Yeah, it's like gears and stuff. Huh. Yeah, it's you know, very what? interesting. I bet you I could find a picture on the internet. Could. That's maybe. It's not exactly what I would expect to be in the front of the NPR building. Uh, maybe you got to see it. I figured it would be something maybe very modernist, artistic. Not really steampunk. I mean, I think they paid for it a long time ago, and it was relevant when they built it, but... Yeah. Steampunk's something I don't know that I've ever really understood very oh, much. Oh, okay. Um, I'm completely wrong. You're completely wrong. Well, I guess they have a much bigger working space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's the old original NPR building. Oh. The OG. Yeah. OG NPR. What if they change their name to OG NPR? Hilarious. Be pretty amazing. <clears throat> oh, here it is. <laughs> Showing you on the phone. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, it looks like a rocket ship. Yeah. Yeah. Totally looks like a rocket ship. That's completely what I would expect an NPR building to look like, though. The the brickwork and stuff. You're right. It looks like an old school. Yeah, but their new building is all like a space shuttle. Yeah. It's, you know, because they're trying to be modernized. Yeah. The new NPR. Hey, you said something on your socials this week about something exciting. We won't reveal what it is. Okay. But when do you think we can reveal what it is? Maybe at the beginning of the new year? I think the beginning of the new year yeah. is the perfect time to do that. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Congratulations on your new thing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. It's very um, exciting, folks. Been been working for a while to to do something like this. In fact, we've talked about it all, Pandy. Yeah. About how you want to set the terms mm-hmm. for what you want to be doing in your life. Yeah. And it's come to fruition. It has. Yeah. You know. How's that feel? Well, it it feels really interesting, and it also I think maybe I might have. You and I may have talked about this a little bit. It's um, for a long time in my career, I feel like I took whatever was offered to me because I didn't know when the next thing would come along. Yeah. We might have so, even touched on this last week. Yeah. And the the idea of having options and getting to go, this is what I really want. And mm-hmm. which of these things can I mold into being? Like Bob mold. Bob Mould from Sugar. Yeah. Good reference. I'm impressed. Oh, I got drug out to see him one night by Double C. I would have never found him on my own. I don't. I can't. First of all, the fact that you say drug out to see Sugar and Bob Mould blows my mind. No, just him. I, incredible. I think it was at the L.A. Uh, Disney Concert Hall with Ryan or Brian Adams. I'm not sure which. Probably Ryan Adams. Whichever I think one. we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Because I literally am having some massive deja vu of correcting you and being like, Bob Mould would never play with Brian Adams. <laughs> is he Summer 69 or is he like... <laughs> I mean, I feel like I want to defend the Ryan Adams music, but he's such a shitbag personal human mm. that I don't. I can't even defend you making fun of that. Like, yeah. Sometimes yeah. he'll still like come up in like my random play. And I have that internal bat struggle of like, do I keep listening or do I just forward to the next song? Because I still like his music very much. Let me ask you this. If you say Siri or Alexa, never play this artist again. Yeah. And then you change your mind. Will it? And then you ask it to play it. Will it play the song again? Yeah, it would. Huh. Yeah. That was a, another big debate on Twitter that I was watching this week that made mm. me laugh. There's this whole... Um, new thing with uh, phones going into bags yeah. and people not being able to record shows or have their phones at shows. Yeah, they do that at comedy. They've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it it takes a lot more for us to do that in like an oh, arena setting. Yeah, 26,000. Just having the bags pretty, alone. Yeah, pain in the ass. it's pretty difficult. Um, Most but it's, of them it's get doable. destroyed. Yeah, it's doable, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so I think it was Jason... I always say his, I think I say his name wrong. Darulo? Isbell. Oh, what? It's I-S-B-E-L-L, which is a really, Isbell? Isbell. (laughs) Anyways. What a call He was like, why, (laughs) why do we need to have bags when you can literally just stand on stage and say, Siri, stop recording. Does that work? It, It, logically it should, shouldn't it? Yeah. Like, I, my mind was a little blown by that. Yeah. I was like, first of all, the fact that no one has thought of this, that that it's a musician, a touring musician that actually has to be the one to say, can't we just tell Siri to stop recording? Yeah. Or Google to stop recording? But then they have to say, then the people start re-recording, got to say it over and over again. Yeah, but I mean, you know... But yeah, in an arena setting, sure. In an intimate show setting, what idiot asshole is going to hold their phone back up recording again after the artist has literally like looked out and said, Siri, stop recording? Why can't they 
I mean, we have technology, right? So why yeah. can't there just be this, when your ticket gets scanned, your, your phone shuts off, your phone camera shut off until mm-hmm. for two hours or three hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think part of the other factor in it is it's not just the camera recording and the recordings. It's that if you're going to spend the money on the ticket to go to the show, watch the fucking show. Well, I can't watch the show. Sit there on your phone the whole time looking at Instagram. Well, I have to record the whole show because I won't watch it later. No, not the recording. Like I said, it's not 100% about the recording. Oh, you think people are doing stories and stuff? It's people just sitting there, standing there in the front row, scrolling through Instagram while an artist is literally up on the stage pouring their heart out. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way because I would never do that. Neither would I, but yeah. people do it all the time. Oh my God. You know what I would do if I was an artist and I saw someone in the front row scrolling? I would take their phone and then I would take a selfie with it. Don Henley once stopped in the middle of a song when I was on tour with him. No. And pointed out a woman in the crowd with her phone out. It was the most horrific experience I've ever had. Like, was like I was mortified for her. Like, oh. I was so humiliated. Like, you know when your face turns red because of someone else's humiliation? Oh, that's the worst. It was that. It was awful. Awful. Yeah. But that's Don Hintley for you. Have you ever embarrassed yourself so bad that you made other people's faces turn red? <laughs> oh, my God. So many times. <laughs> Hi, have you met me? Yeah. I'm the most socially awkward human on the planet oh. for the most part. Do you want to know yes. my... Okay, this is... this. I don't know where this ranks in my most embarrassing stories. And I think I've told this on the unsolicited podcast but more people can relate now Mm -hmm. because when i was in high school we went more people can relate now because we all wear masks but okay and i wear the neoprene ones because they're like less tough on my ears i like to wear those Mm -hmm. but i went skiing with my church youth group when i was like 15 (laughs) and i put a neoprene mask on so i didn't think anybody could see my mouth gestures all day so i'm going around you wore a mask like what you wear now skiing? Yeah, because yeah, it was like a face protector. It went under your oh, goggles. So you didn't get windburn. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm like, haha, no one can see my mouth. So I'm going like, I'm like making weird faces and gross gestures uh-huh. to everyone. Right. All day. A pervert. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like 16 or whatever. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> we're all having we're all at the bottom of the mountain we're getting ready to go back to the hotel and the youth leader is giving a speech and his wife is standing right next to him and I'm going <laughs> for those of you listening Isaac was just shoving his tongue out of his mouth and back inside repeatedly up and down uh, in a suggestive manner yes and he looks at me a little weird and then goes back to his like announcements or whatever I get back to the hotel room and I look in the mirror and around the mouth area, it's ventilated with holes. And I didn't really realize that. I thought it was a solid. I couldn't tell because I didn't look at it. So you could clearly see. But you couldn't feel it like when you were skiing and stuff? Nope, the air too, coming into those holes? Could, I, my, on my mouth, I couldn't tell that it was. Uh, nope. I, did, I had no idea that you could very just very clearly see everything that I was doing all day long. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so that ranks up there as one of your most embarrassing? It's top three. And then really? Yeah, then there's the pooping in the river story, but I'm not going to tell that one. I don't think you should tell that one no. outside of groups of people you know very, very well. No. Okay, here's another dumb thing I did in high, uh, like post high school, like college years when I was not in college. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my neighbor would have these parties. So these three uh, chicks lived together and they had a camcorder and we, they would have parties all the time. And they were like, you hold the camcorder and- <laughs> uh, Where's this going? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 and just like record the party, right? Okay. But I would record, I would get drunk and, and I would- record yourself. No, I would narrate, but I didn't realize that the onboard microphone from the camcorder was picking up everything that I saw, said. So one day they call me over in the middle of the afternoon. They come over, come I'm over to the place. I'm concerned about the. They play the tape and they're like, "Why did you say that?" And I'm like, "Oh no," because I'm like pointing at. I'm like, "Man, and fuck this dude!" Like, <laughs> like oh, and this chick, man, she won't talk to me. <laughs> Just like it's all overdubbed with like my most intimate internal you, thoughts. <laughs> you didn't realize there was a microphone that was picking it up. It was pointed towards the other people. I was pointing it away from me. Ladies and gentlemen, the producer that sets up our microphones and cameras. I, I have a little bit better of a technical knowledge about how to it's record true. audio it's now. true, you do. This was 25 years ago. You just thought that since it was pointing out, it wouldn't pick up any of the noise behind it? I didn't think at all. I didn't think. Right. I was just young. mumbling to myself. Your most inner thoughts. Yeah. Wow. They're on a tape somewhere. I'm trying to think of embarrassing things that I did when I was that age. I feel like there's some embarrassing stuff that we've done during Pandy just to each other. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. First of all, it's funny when you spend 18 months like, and I mean, to be fair, we were literally in this studio five to six days a week. Yeah. And there's nothing else to do. There wasn't. It was a safe place that we could come and it was you and me. In a bubble. In a bubble. And that was it. And the level of intimacy that you build very quickly with another person. <laughs> yeah. Of like. Burps and farts. Uh, burps, and, yeah. farts. I got to go shit. <laughs> uh, the toilet seat is warm because you were just in there for 20 minutes and that's weird. Because I sit down to pee. No, you, yes, you, they, you weren't always peeing. <laughs> That's true. So I cleaned the toilet. Today, it was amazing to me, like the things that we learned about each other very quickly. Yeah, it's like being roommates with separate rooms in different cities. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, too, I'm honestly pretty impressed. I think that we only had like two like knockdown drag out arguments. Yeah, screaming matches. Yeah, it's like they, screaming matches. Yeah, and they were both when Nick was here. <clears throat> they sure were. Yeah. Something Thanks, about having Nick. a third person in the room makes me like weird. Okay. Or maybe it was just Nick. Maybe it was just all of us. Yeah. I mean. How we, many times would you say you've lost your shit mentally <laughs> during Pandy? Just going like, I'm fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs right now. Well, I would say those two arguments, definitely. Because it takes a lot to get me to like yell back at somebody. Um it's kind of interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. I only had one like breakdown where I like cried by myself. Mm. I think there were like two times that I cried to you outside in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. But like sitting at my apartment by myself, <clears throat> like and just like started crying. It only happened once. Mm -hmm. I feel like there were some people that did that like three times a week. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think that I ever hit a point that I like felt like I lost my shit. I feel like probably because I had been going through some pretty hardcore therapy about resilience mm. and building resiliency mm -hmm. for a few years before this. I, 
I don't think I was as emotionally impacted by it as what a lot of people were. Yeah, I was worried that it wasn't bothering me as much as it should. Me too. At the beginning. Me too. But then I started sleeping on the couch for the first like six months. Okay. I think that was to help my insomnia. And then, yeah. I, then I started smoking weed to get rid of my insomnia and that worked. And I started sleeping better. And then I think for a very long time, for like the big middle chunk when it was like this isn't going away, mm-hmm. I went into like some kind of survival mode where I was just I think like, a lot of people did. I'm not going to think about it. Just yeah. going to get up every day and do my best. And yep. then I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol tonight. Yeah. So, well, and we had, I mean, I don't know about you, but like we, without even really saying it, we just had a habit and a routine. We would be here at the same time every morning and start. It was, it legitimately was like a nine to five job. Yeah. And a lot of nights later than five. Like, oh, yeah. Especially when we were doing that fuser gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were actually yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah. And so, trying to keep Misty and I off the ground. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, we just, we had no like end of things to do. Mm. There was always more. Right. And this is all, is little, when you own your own company, there's, there's always more to do. There's a new marketing plan or a client yeah. reach out or a call or something, or you could clean something or yeah. paint a room or the front yeah. of the building gets tagged or there's a leak in the back or mm-hmm. always. Yeah. And it's daunting. It's it is. really like, yeah. sometimes you just cave under it and you're like, I can't do anything because there's so much to do. Yeah. We had a couple of those days where yeah. we were just like, so much to do. Let's just sit here on socials and make fun of each other all day. A hundred percent. And it, you know what? That was fine. Mm-hmm. It's We made some good reels. <laughs> we made some excellent reels. Yeah. We also like, I think about it. I'm like, we remodeled this entire place <laughs> one three, by one. Three times. Three times. <laughs> we're about to do it again. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's just, it's weird because I, you know, there's a lot of conversation being had right now about it's not over yet it's maybe not ever going to be over and i don't know i've been doing a lot of like weird reflecting on wow really it's still going on still going i have a theory though there's no science behind this it's just a guess i think it's over at the two-year mark okay interesting spanish flu that was 1917 to 1919 and they didn't have a tenth of the science that we had and they figured out a vaccine back then. Yeah. So. Interesting. I wonder if people were just generally smarter back then. I don't know. I mean. I feel like we talked about this last week too. I I can't remember what vaccine it was I was reading about the other day. Um, I was reading an article because a lot of people are saying that that the amount of people that have died despite being vaccinated makes this the most deadly vaccine that's ever existed, which makes me laugh. And I can't. So they were talking about how they tested and what the end result for some of the older vaccines were. And I can't remember if it was smallpox or polio or which of the vaccines it was, but the initial way of them delivering the vaccine was to slice your arm open and to pour like smallpox pus or polio pus into your straight into the wound no thank you like that was the delivery method can you imagine selling that today oh my god (laughs) right bruh i need to cut you open real quick but we're gonna put some smallpox pus in that yeah we're just gonna pack it full of it pack your pus full of cuts pack your cuts full of pus yeah yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I wish I could remember which of the vaccines it was that that was the how they did it. I mean, obviously, they, 
you know, found better ways as they continued with the science. But that was like round one. This is how we're going to do it. I bet you there'll be a certain point if this thing goes on and on that people will go back to leeching. Like, I'm just going to well, leech the vaccine, leech the COVID out. Uh, well, there, uh, leeching is actually a, a wellness remedy that people use already. Again, it's a thing what? to detox. It's back? Leeching? Leeching has never gone away. I mean, leeching be- was used to, like, to cure people of illness. It's kind of gone more into the the wackier end of, like, mm-hmm. the wellness spectrum of detoxing your body of things. Like cupping. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's similar. Have you ever been cupped? I have. Did you like it? I did, actually. Have you ever had an allergy test? I've had, like, a complete allergy panel done once, and then I've had, like, random sporadic allergy stuff. Did you get the one where they poke 200 holes in your back? and then? uh, Well, they don't do it all at once. They do it in panels of different things throughout the course of a week now. Huh. You go in, like, every other day. And it's all, like, certain families of things, like families of trees, families of molds. Hmm. And they do panels. This is the mold family. Yeah. I'm allergic to all of those things. All molds? All molds, trees, earth, everything. I mean, it's how, basically why I had to leave Seattle. When I moved to Seattle... It <laughs> I got to get to the city. I can't stand <laughs> all this nature. It made me so sick. Like, I, I mean, you and I didn't talk quite as much as I wish we would have when I lived there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I moved and... When I got there, it was uh, December, January, so everything was covered in wet and cold. <laughs> it's covered in wet. But man, when spring came, mm-hmm. um, oh, I got season. dramatically ill mm. and just kept getting sicker and sicker. And it's the only time I've ever come home from a tour. I was sick when I left for the tour. I was out for maybe a week and a half, two weeks. Mm. And got so sick that the bus driver that was driving our bus like picked me up out of my bunk and got into a cab with me and took me to an emergency room. Wow! Like I was sick, sick. I had I couldn't get out of the bunk. I had, I literally couldn't like walk. I had no energy. And so they had to like find a replacement for you. Huh? Yeah, real quick. Wow. Yeah, it was messy. Have you ever replaced anybody that got sick on a tour? Have you ever been like, hey, we need you out here tomorrow. Uh, we need somebody to help us out. Um. I haven't done that. I did replace somebody that got another job mm. and, you know, she had like a week or two to wrap things up and bring me into the fold. I'm yawning. That's how I ended up on Don Henley. <laughs> on the hun- Thanks, Charity. <laughs> you mean on the Don Henley tour? Well, yes. If you ended up on Ooh, Don uh, that's everybody's favorite sound. Charity Lomax. I'll never forgive you for that one. No, just kidding. Yeah, it's, Charity. I met a lot of great, great people out there that I've kept in touch with over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, really great crew guys. They'd have yeah. to be to put up with the old on. Oh, I thought you were going to say you. No, actually, I think they liked me. Mm. He didn't. Oh, of course not. No. <laughs> he did not at all. Which is fine. That's that's a miserable man. Right what do you think it'd be like to be like catch fame in your early twenties and just stay famous your whole life? I don't. I think it's all the way that you maneuver that in your own brain. Yeah. You know, like I mean, obviously, Don Hen like seventies Don Henley couldn't go to the mall and not be spotted. Mm-hmm. 70 year old Don Henley right. can go anywhere he wants yeah. and no one no one's gonna he's just another vanilla white old guy I don't have any idea he wrote some of the greatest fucking some of the greatest songs ever 
Yeah. I don't know why it makes me think of this, but this week, um, or, or maybe last week, depending on when you were consuming this, um, Jimmy Fallon was on Smartless. I have not listened to it yet because I haven't had an hour that I can sit down. Yeah. I don't want it to be one that I listen to in chunks. I've only heard it halfway. I'm only going to spoil okay. one minute of it. Okay. But um, they're making fun of Jimmy. Jimmy said something. Like, I was crossing the street the other day and they're like, don't you have a guy for that? Don't you have a guy that'll cross the street no, for you? He wanders around New York yeah. by himself a lot. Uh-huh. And then he said, and then he go, how many people a day will you take a picture with? He goes, all of them. Anybody who asked me. And I thought that was so cool. He is the nicest I, and uh, like it's funny so here's my interest in that episode you we all know i love jimmy fallon a little bit a little bit he's my favorite he's my eternal forever crush mm -hmm. um he's just he's nerd nerd adorable like i don't know any other words for it um so i was very intrigued because bateman and sean and will arnett um are very good friends with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, right. He's yeah. kind of the fourth member of their little bro fraternity Is kind of really? thing. Like, they're all super good friends. Wow. So, clearly... What a, what a motley crew they have. Right? right? Yeah. So, well, and then you've also got Justin Throw, who is a part of that whole little yeah. thing. Um, the Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> Is it not... Who am I thinking of? I'm talking about the actor that was married to Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that guy You're is. talking about Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> I thought... I, yeah. You, I mean, I thought Will was Canadian. Thoreau is. Do I? You absolutely... He's, I know he's a director. That's all I know. He's also an actor, and he's pretty goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't he's picture him. He's been in a whole lot of things. I'm going to look him up. The what? Leftovers on HBO. Do you not remember that show? Mm -mm. It sounds tasty, though. It was not. It was... It was I don't, it was something. I could never get into it. Anyways, I was very concerned about how this interview would go because we know, you know, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel are late night rivals. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are they going to play on the, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is our bro and you're the East Coast and we're the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very intrigued to listen to it and see how it goes. Although... Last night, you know, my favorite Jimmy Fallon did a little musical medley. I was wondering if you were going to drop that nugget or not. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey and the ladies of Heim. Ham. And Heim. Ham. Heim. <laughs> and it was fantastic. And yeah. It made me laugh a lot. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I'm glad I showed it to you. I'm glad I watched it. So do, I mean, do they talk at all about the rivalry between the two of them? Um... Or do they bring up Kimmel at all? They, they do. Okay. Uh, do you want to know? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it too, but. Um. They so they know each other's guests' slates. There's a calendar. Yeah. On so they're like, I have this guy, but this guy has this guy, kind of right. thing. Yeah. And um, they talk to each other and they switched guests without telling the the audiences. So. Will Ferrell was supposed to go on Kimmel. Oh, yeah. And Did that already happen? Yeah, it already happened. Oh, okay. happened last month. Right. Yeah. I guess when they recorded it, it hadn't happened yet. It was so Ryan, in my Ryan Reynolds and Will, Will Ferrell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they, they just That's amazing. Them. Yeah. I didn't know that they were like in on it. Oh, no, well, it had to be, right? Because they're, you don't just go, I think Will Ferrell's coming and then Ryan Reynolds shows up instead, right? I mean, you don't, generally when you do those late night shows, like you don't, 
see the host a lot beforehand. Like it, you can definitely get away with not seeing the host before you walk out to get interviewed. Sure. But they had to plan it out because they're in different cities. Kimmel's, well, Kimmel's here. Right. Jimmy's no, in New York. I mean, it would be the guest responsibility to plan that part of it out. Like, huh. y- you could totally pull it over on Kimmel and Fallon without them knowing. I mean, yeah, but it's funny that they were in on it. I think it'd be even funnier if they weren't. I mean, <laughs> and you were expecting Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Will Ferrell walks out and you're yeah. like, I don't know which is better. <laughs> Will Ferrell's been doing a ton of press. Yeah, what what for? Him, What's he got going on? Him and Paul Rudd have an HBO show. That's right. Yeah, um, the neighbors. Right. My neighbor the therapist. Man next, the therapist next door. So yeah, something like that. The murderer therapist the, in the building next the door. Window blinds of Thirty Second Street. The only murderers in the building. Martin Short, Steve. Steve. Steve Martin. Caro, Steve Caro. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Isn't Steve? Mar- it's Steve Martin, isn't it? Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Only, only murderers in the building. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah. That's why I was like the therapist murderer in the building next door. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> have you seen the ads for Kristen Bell's new movie that's coming out on Netflix? I have not. Okay, so I've watched TV in a week. Yeah, I know. Well, it's been out for a hot sec, but so there was a huge. It was a book called The Woman in the Window. Uh, Netflix adapted it and it was with Amy Adams. So they've done like almost, uh, it seems to me like a parody, which a lot of people are not getting that maybe it's a parody. Mm. It's Kristen Bell and she's a drunk, just like Amy Adams, like drinking, looking out the window, like a shut in who sees a murder across. And the name of it is like the woman in the house next to the woman in the window. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Okay. And, I read a, a review for the trailer that they released and this woman just, I really, she was like, it's maybe the worst name for its show ever. And I'm like, do you not understand satire? Most people don't. Like, do you, do we have to market satire in parentheses? Sarcasm and satire are, are like almost dead. I don't understand. People don't get it. I just don't, I don't understand. Is it because people can't like actually. It's because people want to be offended now. They want to be like, that's not funny. But somebody's going to get offended at the Do voice that I just Do people not heard. like laughing? I don't know. I love laughing. I love laughing too. It makes me really happy. That's exactly its purpose, is to make you feel yeah. good inside. I read something last night, and like I was sitting in my house by myself, and I like belly laughed for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I was like, I love laughing. You, have you ever laughed, and in the middle of your laugh, you forgot what you were laughing at, but then you laughed at yourself <laughs> yeah. because you were laughing? Yes. I love that. Yes. I also, like, after I got done laughing, I had that moment. I was like, it's been a minute since I laughed. That felt really good. Yeah. To laugh. Yeah. I, like, why don't people enjoy that? So, as as everybody at home already knows, <laughs> I go to, like, four to six comedy shows a week. Yeah. So, I'm seeing a lot of the same comedy. Yeah. But what I'm now starting to appreciate is that the comics are, t- like, honing that joke in. Right. So, it's just a little bit different. So, I got to pay extra special attention because I want to look for the word or the phrase or the delivery that's different. Right. And it, now it's funnier and funnier because I know when the laugh is coming. And then watching the crowd laugh, I look at somebody and I'm like, oh, that dude laughs weird. And then I laugh at that guy and like I'm right. watching the crowd. So, um, yeah, it's been, <clears throat> it's been really, maybe that's why I haven't really lost my shit because I've been going to so much comedy throughout. I think candy. that's a huge part of it. Yeah. You I feel different when I don't go for a week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a part of who you are now. Yeah. You know, it's built into who you are and you, you need that laughter. 
I can't life. wait till it's part of the like on a performing level to like go and give people that gift of laughter every night. I think that's gonna be so much fun. Who are you going to see tonight? Oh, I don't know if I'm. I don't know. Well, you said you were going into <laughs> Hollywood tonight. I thought I uh, I thought there was a show, uh, and I don't know if that show is tonight or tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, I just needed to get myself out of the house today. So why was your excuse? <laughs> well, we talked about we have you know we're late. This week, <laughs> we are late this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you were doing a gig, and I also had a bit of a gig that I was yeah. working on for part of your gig. Um, yeah. So we've had some some stuff to do. I was making a film, a documentary. I was making a Kanye West show. Oh, we need to talk about that. Okay. Because it looked like it was just on a big mound of dirt. I called it an up, <laughs> upside down soup bowl. Okay. So here's what they did. They trucked in the dirt and they filled in over it with cement. Oh, it was an upside you, okay. down soup bowl dome. So here's what happened. Super you bowl said, dome. <laughs> when you said you got the gig at the thing, you didn't tell me the artist or did you? Oh, I thought I did. I don't think I would glaze over the fact that it would be... Kanye? Kanye and Rupe, what's his name? Drake. Oh, okay. I, I know, it's a hard one. I was going to say RuPaul. <laughs> fucking weird. Was that you knocking? Yeah. Oh. Pizza guy's like, here. Someone here? <laughs> it's my flip flop. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was um, yeah, Yeezy, Yeezy and uh, Drake. Did yeah. he officially change his name to Yeezy? No, I don't think so. Hmm. No. Um, yeah, it, I helped out to you know keep making sure that people are safe because we still have to do that when we have you know 600 workers building an upside down soup bowl (laughs) at the coliseum 65 cameras yeah i what i didn't know is that they shot it and then it was like the next day i guess they did the multicam like the live switch and they aired it somewhere right no it it all he didn't show up until show day neither did drake they were not there at all. Right, but they shot it. They shot it and it aired directly to Amazon. Live? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Could you you did you have to buy a ticket on Amazon? I don't think so. I think it was at Amazon Prime. Like if you have Amazon Prime, you it was there. To no watch. way. Yeah. It was um it was interesting. Like <clears throat> you know, it it Per anything that is Kanye, it went from this fist size to this room size <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> initially, it was, you know, you guys are going to be, you know, CCOing and testing like 150 people. And then the day before the show, I think we did like 600 people because mm. that was how, how big the it had all grown. Wow. Week. Can you imagine? Just bossing Amazon around. You're like, yeah, I want to do this at a Coliseum, and I want an upside down soup bowl, and then a 65 foot techno crane. Yeah, I don't. Well, it's really interesting because I don't know. Amazon didn't announce their involvement in it until I think the announcement was two days before the show. Hmm. Um, initially, it went on sale as it was a benefit show for a guy named Larry Elder. No. <laughs> that guy's fucking crazy. Uh, uh, Larry 
Collins, Larry Wiggins, <laughs> Larry, Larry something. Something Larry. Something Larry. Um, and initially it was Kanye, Travis Scott. And oh, Larry. yes. And I think that, Awkwardness <laughs> acknowledged. Yeah, I think that, you know, some, some things happened and some things changed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, Travis was no longer a part of the headline of that. So it turned into... Kanye and Drake, and I don't know if the Amazon part of it came into play after Travis dropped off to, I don't know. I, I don't know. I ain't messing with none of that. I don't care. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was something. <laughs> I thought you were about to do a Kanye lyric. I, I don't know a single Kanye lyric, I don't think. Okay. Well, you almost did Gold Digger, so... Oh, she nothing but a gold digger. I ain't messing with, with and then... I'm, oh, yeah. no. You know what? I had a very interesting conversation one night. I'm sorry that I keep doing that. I keep hitting the table, you guys. It's funny now. I apologize. I'm very dramatic. She talks with her hands. I do talk with my... That's, I literally have one tucked in between my legs right now, and <laughs> you're, I'm you're sitting, sitting on the other one. He's like, you're at a strip it's, club. I'm literally like a fucking Italian mother. Uh, like, yeah! <laughs> gonna ex- explode if I can't talk with my hands. Um, I had a conversation once about this. So, say I'm in my car and I am listening to the Kanye. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm rapping along with that song. Am I allowed to rap along those very specific lyrics? Or am I expected at that point? to leave that part out like like how does i i can't remember who i was having this conversation with about this i i had i too had a conversation similarly about this and um i think the general rule is that if you're in your car you're allowed to sing it see i think that the people i was having it with said no absolutely not and i said what am i supposed to do just bleep that word myself if you're in the car alone no one's i mean it's like a tree in the forest right like (laughs) Right. matter there's no right rule. but i mean in my head like you know you do something so many times and you build a habit mm-hmm. you know so are you in the habit of saying to, the n-word no i'm not at all but i'm saying if i were like let's say that was my favorite song and i listened to it seven times on the way here and misty's seven times favorite on the way song home. is a gold gold digger. digger by kanye then like would it become like subconsciously like you know stuck in my head that it was something that would come out of my mouth occasionally uh i don't know i mean in my head i'm like okay if you're right i mean tree in the forest like no one hears it then it doesn't matter but that kind of goes against the whole purpose i guess of of that i don't know i don't know how to explain it I don't either. I also don't listen to music that has that stuff in it. So I don't I really don't either. I don't even it. remember like why I was having that conversation with someone. I think it was because I was going through like an NWA phase. Yeah. And like a little bit of body count and like old school stuff <laughs> from when I was in high school that right. I was super into. And like, I mean, obviously I grew up in a super racist little town in Kansas. It was completely appropriate to scream those things at oh, any given point. Without a song, for without sure. Without a song, even. Yeah, my neighbor used to say <laughs> Which it is all the time. why I listened to those groups specifically yeah. was to be like, I fucking hate, you know, all of you racist rednecks. Yeah. I mean, I think as an artist, it's got to be interesting to look out 
at a venue. Right. And say, everybody say this word. Right. (laughs) And then you look down and everybody goes, this word. Right. He told me to say it. Yeah. It's weird. I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I think somebody was a... Somebody was talking about it on a podcast, I think. Because I haven't been around any normal humans in a week. But I don't remember what podcast it was. Hmm. Speaking of podcasts, let's Speaking. talk about our podcasts. Okay. Or is that too meta? I, I don't know. We're talk, uh, talking about our podcast <laughs> on our podcast. Pad, podcast in our Mm-hmm. Okay. No, nah, we don't have to talk about it. I just wanted to see what everybody thought about the new hour format, but we know the numbers. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah, somebody went through and listened to like 140 episodes of our show the other day in one day. I don't. <laughs> there's legitimately they couldn't do that. Mathematically. Mathematically, 140. Yeah, no. No, they couldn't. The best you could do is 96. Yeah. No, that's yeah, not, even, not even possible. No, probably 90 is the best you could do in one day if you left it on autoplay all day. All day. Literally all day. Isn't that weird? You can't even listen to a whole season of our show in no. one day. No. I guess that's true for every show. You can binge Most watch podcasts. an entire season on Netflix of a TV show in one day and you can't get through our podcast that's for a day. Right. Content creators. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I want you to call me a critter again. Creator. Oh, creator. I thought you said critter. When in your whole life have you ever heard the expression content critter? I thought it was some new shit you just came up with. I'm like, don't make me wrong. I love the 80s movie Critter. This episode is called Content Critters. (laughs) I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But if you said that in Kansas or North Carolina, you'd be like, yep, over there in uh, LA, we're a bunch of content critters. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) They wouldn't skip a beat. So... You know the movie I'm speaking of, Critters? Critters? Yeah. But you also know Tremors, right? I, yeah, which one has... I used to um, get them confused. Tremors has Kevin Bacon. Right. And I used then, to get them confused when I was a kid, and I love them both equally. Oh, oh my God, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. There's a new Scream movie coming out in January on Netflix. Uh, Yeah, I know. I've been watching all the updates for months yeah. since they announced it. Is there a trailer? Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. Who's you know that this is like, well... Nev Campbell's in it. Is she back? Okay. Yeah. Courtney yeah. Cox. Courtney. Courtney. Like some is, old school. Did Dewey and die? I think I think Dewey's in it as well. Huh. They bring um, him back to life. Is it a prequel? No. No. My understanding is so this is Scream Five. Is that the name of it? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean it's what they've announced so far. Um you think it'll be scarier than the old ones? Because the old ones were scary. See, you and I talk about this, and it's. I think you and I have very different ideas of what scare us. I told this story on the show before. I'm going to tell it again. The reason it scared me so incredibly badly is because my best friend Adam bought the mask and the cape, and he lived on like two acres of land in a little house, but uh, the if you sat on his couch, there was a big bay window behind you. So he'd be like, I'm going to the bathroom, and we'd all just be chilling in his living room, and then you'd see somebody's face go, oh, and then uh-huh. you turn around and he'd have the knife out and with this scream mask and then everybody would run. Uh-uh. And then of course you run outside and then he's chasing you around the two acre yard. Mm-mm. So it, no, yeah. your friend is not, it was not your friend. Mm-mm. He wasn't. Um, so this is really interesting. It's actually just called scream informally known as scream five. 
the upcoming American slasher film that serves as the fifth installment of the Scream film series. Well, that's confusing. I don't think so. Well, the first one was called Scream. And now this one's called Scream. You can't come back to where you came from? It should be called More Screaming. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. <laughs> it's got David Arquette in it. Um, I'm really excited. It has Jack Quaid in it from The Boys. You know, the good guy from The Boys. There's a good guy? You were super into that show. Yeah. Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son, Jack Quaid. No? I gotta look him Nothing? up. I gotta look him up. Okay. The good guy from the... They're all bad guys. He started guys. out as a good guy until his girlfriend oh, got Oh, the big the tough guy. No. No. What? Jack Quaid. <coughs> <coughs> oh, my goodness. <coughs> Don't die. Mm. Don't you go die on me. Don't you go die. Oh, Jack Quaid. Yeah, Jack yeah, yeah, Quaid. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a handsome fella. He has a very handsome little fella. Yeah. Surprising uh, that he's an actor, though, with absolutely no relations whatsoever <laughs> in the film business. <laughs> Uh, so this is the first Scream movie that's not going to be directed by Wes Craven because Wes Craven of course passed away in 2015 mm, he did all of the rest of them yeah huh yep yeah and I'm just really it, you know they filmed it in Wilmington North Carolina did they really they sure did somebody from the, September to November of 2020 somebody the other day was like Oh, that's my friend that lives in Raleigh. He was like, hey, I think the uh, stages in Wilmington open back up. You should bring all your movies back over here and get like, maybe you should work here for a little while. I was like, yep, Mikey, that's how the film business works. I'm just yep. going to bring all my LA pals over there and just sure. <laughs> shoot soap commercials in Wilmington. Oh, why not? Why not? Um, yeah, I'm. I, it comes out uh, January 14th. And I'm very, very excited about it. Because we all know Scream is one of my favorite movies ever. At least twice a year, I sit down and watch all four of them in a row. I have Scream Day. Still. I almost, like two years ago, there was a thing at Halloween time that you could go and spend the weekend in the in the original, like, the party house from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And it was like this whole interactive thing. <laughs> like they had a scream, like viewing out on the lawn and you could go in and they had a bunch of the props and stuff. And I was going to do that. And then I just ended up not doing it. I don't know why I'm looking at it sold out or it was ridiculously expensive. I'm looking at Wes Craven's IMDb and it's just making me have nightmares. <laughs> that's what he did. I mean, that's all, he was known for as horror, horror, horror. What a horror. Man, no, don't talk about Wes like that. Boop. Did he do anything that wasn't a horror movie? I couldn't get through the... I mean, I got all the way to... Nightmare on Elm Street 17? No, Shocker in 1989. Ew, Shocker was scary. He did Fat Boys. Hilarious. That's not... that. I mean... Oh, he did the the Hills Have Eyes too. That movie creeps me out. Last House on the Left. Yeah, I mean he went. He started writing horror in seventy two. Yeah. Talk about doing what you love and never having to work a day in your life. I just don't understand. Like, I wouldn't want to work on the same thing my whole career. Does that make sense? Like, I wouldn't want to do like. I mean, I guess I'm in the comedy genre, right? I I want to write jokes. You, 
your what you viewed as your career the last 20 years or so it's about to take a turn yeah i don't want to do it there's anymore. a reason you don't want to do that anymore that's a man that absolutely loved that genre and what he did i totally get it which it's is just, why he wanted to do that his whole career i just wouldn't like i, I just want to <clears throat> I, I need new stuff you know like i he need, didn't yeah you know he loved it that much oh uh, yeah i know i'm just saying i'm different than him okay i'm well, way more talented i'm not sure that I'm anybody compared you and Wes craven to each other <laughs> i did okay you have a very similar path yeah i mean filmmaker to filmmaker right right <laughs> He kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, uh, I don't really understand what's happening. No, it's to, movies are hard enough to make. I just wouldn't want to be around like that much blood and gore for 40, 50 years. Yeah, but there are some people that like the way that you like comedy, they like horror that way. Like mm. the way that you, that rush you feel from laughing mm -hmm. and from good jokes and seeing a, you know, the good structure of a joke and they get that same thrill off of, off of watching Blood and Guts. I can't relate. Uh, and no one would ask you to, but. Well, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> not anything wrong. Like I have a friend that, that she writes horror reviews of movies. Oh, interesting. You yeah. can make a living doing that. It, huh? she, absolutely, you can make a living. It's also like, I mean, it's a lot of people's hobby. Like they're, it's a lot of people's hobby, first of all, to rip on anything and try to write reviews, but. Yep. Y'all go ahead and review us. <laughs> um, but I mean, she belongs to a lot of different like horror clubs that like they'll watch a movie and then they'll sit and they'll talk about it like a book club. Wow. It's no different. Mm. You know, it's watching a movie of, mm, together. Mm, 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 I can't think of anything I'd much rather not do. <laughs> it's because you don't like horror. But the, what I'm trying to get you to say is I understand that people like that the way I like something. But I don't. I don't understand why people well, I don't, don't. Okay, so what if I just looked at you and said, I don't understand why people don't like to laugh. That's not the point. <laughs> but it the is point the is, point. I don't understand why people like horror. And nobody's asking you to understand it. No one's saying you have to do it. You have to like it. Well, I'm not gonna. Trust me, I know. I have tried for years to try and talk you into like watching horror movies. With Some me. people would even say that Scream isn't scary enough to be like horror. A lot of like people consider horror. it exactly yeah. that pop horror satire on horror. I've seen all of them. Yeah, I enjoyed it because I love things that are meta. Mm -hmm. I love it when there are little Easter eggs in movies and like callbacks to other movies. And when they look in the camera when they're being corny. Uh, right. Yeah. I love shit like that. Mm. And I loved that they knew going into it it was going to be a trilogy. And in the third one, they have all kinds of these special like cameos from people that are famous from trilogies. Mm. And I mean, there's like a million Easter eggs to it. It's, it's one of the things our friend Luke and I bonded over, like sitting. Luke. Luke Barnett. Um, now a filmmaker. In his now a filmmaker. Yeah. And when he did his first horror movie, it's exactly that. Mm -hmm. It it pays tribute to a lot of the, the other film, like horror filmmakers before him. But even his comedy, did he had some nuggets yeah. in there too. Yeah. Like he, he loves leaving that those Easter eggs of things. And like... There were so many, like, I can literally watch that movie and just scream out what little bit that is paying tribute to what other horror movie yeah. it's paying tribute to. Do you ever go back all these years later when you're watching all four of them at once and, like, see something you've never seen before? I do. It's really interesting. 
Yes. 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 Do you have any examples? <laughs> what if you just gave me one word answers from now on? Well, nope. <laughs> that would be so fun. That, okay, so that you're the last couple of days you've been working, and I've known that, so I've tried to leave you alone, mm. even though I was really bored by myself. Oh, <laughs> by myself. That's how I felt yesterday. I think I reached like that point of a couple of days of no human interaction, right. and I was like, someone talk to me, please. Your apartment turns to black and white, <laughs> and it's just raining, and you're like, it was already- all day. You already cleaned everything. Yeah. And I texted you and you just like sent me back a one word answer. And then this morning I was like, good morning, butthole. Are you alive? And you're like, yes. <laughs> no, good morning, butthole back. Just yes. No. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. You're going to laugh about this and this is really stupid. You promise? Yeah. Better be funny now. As many times as I've seen Scream, and I think it's because I've seen it so many times, I've tuned out who people were in it. And the last time that I watched it was like, probably like a year into Me Too. Mm. And I realized that Rose McGowan is like one of the main characters. Like, oh, yeah. It, it didn't ever click. Right. Like when I was seeing all this, like her, you know, talking about Harvey Weinstein and in the press all the time. It just never, I never put the two together in my brain, I guess. Right, did Harvey produce the first one? It was definitely a Miramax film. Huh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I'm Whoa. sure it was a Weinstein col- collaboration of some sort. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, the last time that I watched it, I was like, well, holy shit. Well, she dies in the first one. She does, Tatum, yeah. She gets mm-hmm. caught in the garage door. The doggy door. Yeah. Stupid. I mean, I don't. I've never been in that scenario where someone's trying to stab murder me. I'd like to think that if I was, I would try anything to stay alive. Is she trying to crawl out of the she's garage? Trying to crawl out. Oh, Absolutely. She's trying to crawl in. No, she's trying to crawl out of the garage because the garage door is shut. Then she just hit the garage door opener because he was standing by it, murderer with the knife. But then you can pull the drawstring and the door pops open. The drawstring is in the middle of the garage. That means you go closer to the murderer. No. It, I gotta rewatch it. You must, because she's there by the garage door. Did we talk about this on the show? You can go stay in that house. You told me about that. Three minutes ago, when you were staring at your phone, yeah. I was telling you that story. <laughs> Subconsciously, I laid that egg in your head. No, but we talked about it on the show before, right? I don't think so. We haven't done a Scream episode? We haven't done a Scream episode. I can guarantee you that. Well, you need to talk to the head writer of this show. <laughs> too. What have I been doing with my life? Could have done a whole Scream uh, week for Halloween. God, we could have. What was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. That we got to do it near when the movie comes out. So when people Google it, our episode comes out. Oh my gosh, up. yes. See, we're having a marketing meeting oh on the God, air. We really are. I'm ready. Let's do that. Um. Okay, second favorite horror series besides Scream. Is Scream number one? Scream's definitely number one. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a second favorite? Um... I have a second favorite movie. Okay. It's not a series. Star Wars. We all know that. What's the No, third? it's a horror. Like in the horror oh. genre. Um, Urban Legend. Oh my God. I love that movie so much. Oh my much. God, dude. I love it Is that it also Wes so Craven? That's not I think it, it's, it no, has it's not, to be. It's not. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look that up. It's definitely not. You have, so you, do you like that movie? I watched it. 
I love that movie. My so friends much. in high school were super into that genre of like well, teen. It was super popular. I know yeah. what you did last summer. Saw that. I saw all those. I mean, that's probably my my third. Favorite. What was her name? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. You couldn't put her anything that I wasn't gonna watch. Well, of course, she had giant boobs and a pretty and a tiny little waist. And anything in your face, you get sprung. <laughs> I wish we could cut these those little things out right there um, as promos. That was really good. Well. Uh, directed by Jamie Blanks, written by Silvio Horta, starring Jared Leto, Alicia Witt, Rebecca Gayhart, Tara Reed. It also has. Michael Rosenbaum in it. Michael Rosenbaum. Uh-huh. And it has Josh Jackson, Pacey. Oh, Mr. Jackson. Pacey Witter. I love working with that guy. Oh, what? Okay, here's what it was. It has Robert England in it. Right. Who is Freddy Krueger. That's why Freddy I thought. Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. He plays. Yeah. What does he play in Urban Legend? Um, I thought that he played the janitor. Or the professor. Professor. Something professor, like uh, yeah. Professor janitor. No. He's a professor of janitorial no, services. No, the janitor was extra creepy. He was not Wes Craven or Robert England. Um, it would be a little too trope to make him the bad guy. It really would, wouldn't it? <clears throat> Julian Reichings was the weird janitor, and that's actually how he's titled, weird janitor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert England was Professor William Wexler. William Wexler. I did get it. I got it right. I got Professor right. You did. Look at that. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. And then I think that for me, it was that same thing. I was like, my third in horror genre would be the I Know What You Did Last Summers. Mm. Both of them, even when they go to the island, the one with Brandy. That's the only one I can remember. That was the second one. Oh, they lived in a little um, fishing town for the first one. Yeah, and the fisherman was after them. Yeah. And it was uh, always cold, but Jennifer never wore a jacket. And she Or a bra. Mm-mm. God bless her. <laughs> um, very I remember, buoyant, that one. Very buoyant. She would definitely float. Um, I remember going to see the second one in the movie theater with my friend Stacia. And um, we were in college. <laughs> And it was when Brandy was Moesha. Do you remember that TV show, Moesha? Oh, I thought Brandy was Brandy. Brandy was on a show called Moesha. As Moesha? I'm pretty sure. I thought Brandy had her own show. I, you know what? This is why we do this, this show. This is why we do it. Um. No, I'm so pretty stupid. sure she was Moesha. Was Brandy? Yeah, Brandy Moesha. was Moesha. <laughs> Here's the the thing for the whole show. Moesha Mitchell is a teenage juggling a teenager juggling school friendships and romance. And there was a she's Moesha Mitchell. I had a big crush on her too. She's beautiful, mm. but so she was in the second. I know what you did last summer. On the island. On the island. And, I mean, it's been, you know, 20, however many years. I'm sorry, what'd you say? It's 
been 20. Yeah, it's been <laughs> 20 years since I saw that movie. <laughs> um, so I think I can spoil it, but obviously Moesha gets killed. No. Well, like, they tried Spoiler to kill her. Spoiler alert. <laughs> tried to kill her. Oh, right. And I just remember like, sitting in the movie theater and everyone screamed. Like, so many people had come because Brandy was in the movie and they were screaming at the screen. Like, this is the first time I think I ever sat in a movie theater and people screamed at the screen. They were like, run, Moesha, run! I was like... Wasn't Tay Diggs in that? Uh, Wasn't that his, her boyfriend? In Moesha or in the... No, in Scream 2. I believe he was. This I is why we need our computers back, guys. You, took our, uh, yeah. you guys took our videos and our computers away from us. You know what? I you think can't blame the audience for that. I'm going to ring my computer in here for the next one. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to need to do that. You're right. Should we do two right now? I think we should do two and knock oh. them out. All right. Uh, no, it was Mackay Pfeiffer. That was her boyfriend. That's what I said. I love that. That's guy. what I said. He's so he's so awesome. What else? He he was in something else. He was in. Like, oh, I uh, just watched him in Truth Be Told, the right. second season of it. But he was in the. Was he also in the movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, where she's the Dangerous in, Minds? Yes, I believe he might have. Been. Wouldn't that be weird if you're on set with two Pfeiffers? No, wait. Wasn't Mackay Pfeiffer in um, Higher Learning? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's not the same movie. It's not? No, Dangerous Minds and Higher Learning? Two totally different movies. Not in my head, they're not. You know what else is tied up in my head? Dangerous Minds is in a high school, and you're right, it's Michelle Pfeiffer Mm -hmm. as the teacher. Yep. Higher Learning is in college, and it's it's a whole different kind of movie. Oh, yeah. But it blended. Rape and racism and all kinds of bad shit. It just blended. Like Rappaport was in that. Oh, cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's not on you, that's on him. Whatever. here, you know what else is stuck together in my head? Hmm. Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Okay. And Train Spotting are all one movie in my head. Okay, I could see that. I mean, I could see because you don't watch either one of those when you're not fucked up. So, like, fucked up, they just blend together. <laughs> yeah, and they're both fucked up movies. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um,. I am still looking at all of the movies that Mackay Pfeiffer has been in, and they are many. He has incredible actor. I didn't know he was in Shaft. <laughs> that makes me very happy. I'm talking about Shaft. I'm talking about Shaft. Uh, why don't we? We can reveal. Uh, what are we? Are we we're looking something up? What are we doing? Well, I was trying to see which of those movies he was in. If it was, um. If he was in Higher Learning or if he was in Living in a Gangster's Paradise. Oh. Oh, man. I forgot that that was the song. Dude, we did a a play in high school called uh, Voices from the High School, and that was the opening track. Interesting. So I don't know how they licensed it, but I don't think they were really policing high school theater. Probably not. I mean, Wow. Wow. And then what was the spinoff or the parody that Big Al did of it? Wasn't it Amish Paradise? (laughs) Living in an Amish paradise. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, He did not do... Coolio. Any of those movies. He didn't do either of those movies. We're thinking of someone completely different. Hmm. Oh. All right, well, we messed that one up. It's coming. Oh, no. My friend just got a flat tire. Omar Epps. 
that's who Omar. it was. How did we just confuse Omar Epps and Mackay Pfeiffer? Do you know the words? Something as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and try <laughs> oh to my God. the left. <laughs> Holy shit, where did that come from? I the left. I like the line about even my mama. <laughs> Yeah, even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Yeah, we're gonna get kicked. Up. Wait, wow, I, I mean, no, that was me rapping. Yeah, clearly. So that I guess that to wrap this up. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't even the pun. Uh huh. Because we were just talking about can we say in songs, but I guess we shouldn't say it on the air. Oh God, no, no, no. I don't think that word is in that song. I don't think it is actually. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, clearly I could start rapping it right now and you'd have to just bleep me. Well, even my mama said. <laughs> just, it's in my memory bank and yeah. it just came out. Well, I I just occurred to me now that we're, we're doing, now that we're doing just audio, we can pull out songs all we want. We can. Yeah. Hmm. It's been. It's, <laughs> it's been a gangster's paradise. paradise. Oh, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. It's, it's been a gangster's paradise. Nobody will get that until they listen to it. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. I thought point. it was content critters. <laughs> Con- <laughs> it's been content critters gangster's paradise. <laughs> content critters living in a gangster's paradise. That, yep. <laughs> All right, we're out. Uh, bye, bye, everybody. <laughs> How did I literally just pull that shit out of my brain? Good God, I've heard that song in 20 years. Oh, my God.